If your spouse were abducted, you'd expect to get help from the police. You'd hope they'd spring into action and do all they could to find your missing spouse. But when Susanna Coe's husband went missing in Malaysia and she visited the police, it felt more like an interrogation, like they were accusing her of wrongdoing. Yes, it was uh, really very traumatizing for me, being in a, a room with bright lights and an officer was uh, questioning me. And it was strange that he wasn't asking the, the normal questions you would ask family of the victim. Jesus never promised his followers an easy path. In fact, he told his disciples that the world would hate them. He sent them out as sheep among wolves. Jesus' words came true in the life of the apostles, and they're still coming true today in the lives of his followers around the world. Join host Todd Nettleton as we hear their inspiring stories and learn how we can help. Right now on The Voice of the Martyrs Radio Network. Do you ever feel like you're lacking closure in some area of life? Maybe your job or your home situation is up in the air, and that uncertainty makes it hard to make decisions. Susanna Coe lives with a sense of uncertainty every single day. February 13th marked three years since her husband, Pastor Raymond Coe, was abducted off the streets of Malaysia, and she hasn't been able to get any closure on that situation. We do not want to stop praying for Pastor Raymond, for Susanna, and for their family. So today we're going to listen to an interview I conducted with Susanna on the road about a year ago. And a little later, I'm going to tell you how you can get involved trying to help bring answers and get some closure to this situation. Let me give you some background. Three years ago, Raymond Coe was doing gospel work in Malaysia. His ministry reached out to the homeless and to the sick and to the downtrodden. He was driving that February 13th when three black SUVs forced his car to the side of the road. He was dragged out and put in one of those vehicles. His car was driven away by one of the abductors. Pastor Raymond Coe has never been seen since that day. His car has never been found. Susanna Coe explains how we know some of the details about the abduction. Firstly, there was a eyewitness right smack in the middle of that scene. He thought it was a, a movie production. Unfortunately, he couldn't like identify anyone or the, even the car numbers. And um, secondly, my children went door to door and found CCTV footages of the entire incident. And that video has gone viral. And it just showed that it was a very military-style operation and well-organized, and it was done in about 40 seconds. And so we suspected this could be a case of enforced disappearance. And uh, suddenly, uh, last year, end of last year, one of the officers, he confessed that uh, this operation, the adoption, was done by the police. And he actually named some people. And he also talked about the top cop having knowledge of 
this adoption. And also we have escalated this incident to the the Human Rights Commission of Malaysia and and they have had an a public inquiry into the disappearances not only of Pastor Raymond but another three persons. And so that there have been some answers to our questions and uh, we are very grateful for it. It was quite an amazing professional operation. As you mentioned, it took 40 seconds uh, for this whole thing to happen. So before your husband was abducted, had he been threatened? Did, did he know there was a risk of this or did this happen just completely out of the blue? Okay, in 2011, uh, Raymond had held Thanksgiving dinner for our partners and uh, sponsors as well as our, our stakeholders, uh, those whom we reach out to who are needy and and uh, we had set up a social organization called Harapan Community so we just wanted to thank the sponsors and we were holding it in a church. However, that night for the first time in Malaysia, a church was raided by the police. And after that incident, my husband and I received a death threat in in the form of, uh, uh, I had a white powder that say anthrax uh, with a letter written in red. My husband had two bullets, life bullets in a box uh, with a threatening letter saying that they will kill us and they alleged that, yeah, we um, had proselytized yeah, Muslims. So let me just kind of catch up our listeners. Mm. If, if you're not an ethnic Malay in Malaysia, it's perfectly legal to be a Christian and be part of a church and go. But if you're an ethnic Malay, you have to be a Muslim. <laughs> and so the, the government was saying, hey, you're having this celebration and you've invited Muslims to come here, you're not supposed to do that. Correct. So when those threats, and obviously when you talk about somebody sending a box with bullets in it, how did Pastor Raymond respond to that? How did he think about that or, or keep on working in spite of those kind of threats? Yes, he continued, even though uh, there some uh, fear and anxiety, but he felt that the Lord called him to fulfill the Great Commission. And, and that means uh, to every tribe, nation, and tongue. And he does not discriminate. So we just carried on our, our work, you know, with the poor, the needy, the marginalized. And with God's grace, we carry through. So it's like it's almost six years, five or six years, we did not have any more threat. So we thought everything was okay until 13 February 2017. It was a big shock to myself and my family and the Christian community as well as to the whole country. And I understand on the day of the abduction, you go to the police station to report, my husband didn't come home, he's missing. Instead of saying, okay, let's go look for him, the police interrogated you. What was that like? And also, what, what were they questioning you about? Yes, it was 
uh, really very traumatizing for me, being in a, a room with bright lights and an officer was uh, questioning me and it was strange that he wasn't asking the, the normal questions you would ask, family of the victim of adoption, but he was asking about what are the activities that Pastor Raymond did, specifically towards the end, two major questions. One, whether he uh, did proselytize Muslims, did he teach Christianity to Muslims? Which has nothing whatsoever to do with where is he and who right. took him. It has to do with, is he a bad person? Is he not following the law? True. Um, he's not a criminal and he doesn't have a bad record. And so towards the end, about 3 a.m., I just uh, stood up and said, I'm not answering any more questions. I have my rights and I'm going out there to look for my husband. I said, the important thing for you to do is to go out there and look for my husband. And it's interesting to me that the CCTV footage that is now very public and has been watched by a lot of people was not found by the police. It was found by your family. True. I think they were very shocked. The police were shocked. And we had tried to get CC footage from uh, the petrol kiosk or gas stations. Uh, and we were told that the police had already come and they wouldn't give it to us. But you found a, a private home that had a camera, and they did give it to you. And and that's the only footage that's public now. That that gas station footage that supposedly the police have, no one's ever seen it. So it's a kind of an interesting... One of the things that we talked about before we started recording was you noticed some changes in Raymond in the months before he was abducted. That's right. What... What did you see that changed in him? Yeah, he was uh, a little bit quiet, but more than that, I saw that he took his daily walk with God very seriously. He was going for prayer walks early in the morning uh, for, for like three hours. And also he was memorizing chunks of the Bible passages that he would tell me oh, I've just finished memorizing 1 Corinthians 15, you know. And I was thinking, wow, he's really uh, a great example to follow. And he was very disciplined uh, about that. This is Voice of the Martyrs Radio. I'm Todd Nettleton. We're listening to an interview I conducted with Susanna Coe on the road in Southeast Asia. We're focusing on her story this week especially because February 13th marked the three-year anniversary of Pastor Raymond's abduction in Malaysia. And you have an opportunity to get involved in this story. I hope all of our listeners will go online to releaseraymond.com and sign the online petition. Add your name to a call for Malaysia's government to explain Pastor Ko's disappearance. The Voice of the Martyrs is going to deliver these petitions to the Malaysian Embassy in Washington, D.C. Add your name. Visit releaseraymond.com. It only takes a few minutes. You can add your name to the petition. Also at the site, you can watch video footage from the security camera that Susanna was telling us about. 
So you can actually watch the abduction as it happened. Again, that website, releaseraymond.com. I asked Susanna, what has been the hardest thing to handle since her husband's disappearance? We miss him a lot. And the, the hardest part is not knowing where he is, what happened to him, and how he's doing right now. And uh, I've gone for some counseling and that really helped. And right now, my children are going for counseling because the, this has taken a toll on them, physically as well as, I think, um, emotionally and psychologically. But we, we thank God for the Christian community and also the worldwide church that has been an encouragement to us. And they, they have uh, expressed their support through press and sending postcards to us. And I think that that really lifts up our spirits and, and encourages us uh, in many ways. Yes. How has God helped you to keep going through all of that uncertainty and all of that difficulty? God has been very real and personal to us. I remember the first three weeks I was very lost, even had panic attacks. But we decided to go for a silent retreat and that really helped me to focus on God, fix my eyes on Jesus. And one verse that I like is Psalm 4610. Be still and know that I am God. And that I don't need to struggle and strive, but I can just rest in the assurance that He's with me and He will never leave me or forsake me. And that all things for good to those who love Him and who are called according to His purpose. And even though the circumstances are difficult, I can see that His grace is sufficient. Are there, and you mentioned Psalms, are, are there other passages that you read differently since February of 2017 than maybe you did five or ten years ago? Yeah, one, one of uh, the passages was the story of Ruth, the book of Ruth. So Naomi and Ruth, they had no future. But God provided Boaz as the kinsman redeemer. And when I was reading the book, you know, I sensed as if God was saying to me, I am your kinsman redeemer. And he says that he holds tomorrow. He holds my tomorrow. Uh -huh. Yeah, Even though I do not know my tomorrow, he holds the future. And, and that was very uh, reassuring. And there are other passages like Romans 8, 28. For we know, yeah, God will all things, even the bad things, for good to those who love Him and who are called according to His purpose. And there is the passage from Revelation 5.9 and Revelation 7.9. This is uh, Raymond's favorite verses. <laughs> In those passages, it talks about thousands and thousands of people before the throne, they are dressed in white and they were worshipping God 
but smack in the middle of Revelation 5.9 and Revelation 7.9 is Revelation 6.9. And in Revelation 6.9, there is all these people dressed in white and they were the ones who have suffered and were martyred. And if not for Revelation 6.9, there wouldn't be Revelation 5.9 and 7.9. And they were asking God, like, how long, how long before, you know, you will judge the nations? And and God had to tell them, be patient, you know, that it's like there's a quota. Uh-huh. And, and once that is met, you know, then he will come. In the coming days, we will see uh, more people being persecuted and there will be suffering, there will be martyrs, but in the end, we will see people from all tribes, nation and town, worshipping God in heaven. And, and that is the the hope that we have, yeah. you know, that all this sacrifice is it, it, for a reason. And I believe Raymond would count it worthy to suffer for Christ. In a way, he already had counted it because you mentioned he had the threats. Yeah. He had the bullets that people had mailed to him. And yet he said, no, God has called us here. We're, we're going to keep doing it. Right. One of the things we like to do, Susanna, on Voice of the Martyrs Radio is equip people to pray. How do we pray knowledgeably for the country of Malaysia? We can pray for the Christian church that they will be strong in the midst of very subtle kind of persecution. Uh, and that they will speak out for truth and justice and also that um, they would love people into the kingdom and that's what Raymond would say go bless your enemies bless those who hate you or persecute you pray for them and bless them so love them into the kingdom and for the new government that they will have the political will to do what is right Politics is very complicating, <laughs> but that the politicians will not use race and religion as the playing card to move the emotions of people so that they can win in the elections, but that there will be people who are God-fearing and people of integrity, that they will not be greedy, but they will serve the community. When you think about the men who are involved in this abduction. What are your thoughts towards them? Do you feel angry? Do you feel mad at them? When you think about them, how, what thoughts come to your mind? I think from the beginning, I have decided to uh, forgive them because they know not what they do. And I follow <clears throat> the example of our Lord Jesus so that there is nothing dark in my heart because I want God to work through me. But it wasn't easy. And in these two years, when I came face to face uh, with some of these police who were being questioned at the Human Rights Commission public inquiry, there were times when I, I, I feel like strangling them because <laughs> they were just lying. They were just not cooperating. And I remember one time I in my car, 
I was just convicted of my bad attitude towards the police, and and I had to repent with tears before the Lord that, you know, I have to pray for the police. The whole system is riddled with corruption, scandals, and evil, and and I think. I need to see the bigger picture. This is the bigger picture that I need to see. That you know, God is doing a cleansing in Malaysia, and He has to bring up all that is dark and evil, so that the light can shine upon it. And we Christians, we are the salt and the light of the world, and and we need to pray and need to see God's will be done in Malaysia. And so, um, God, yeah, really had to deal with me first to forgive them, pray for them, because they need to know the Lord. If there's going to be transformation in Malaysia, there needs to be transformation in the lives mm-hmm. of individuals. Yeah, I love the way you answer that question because you you communicate that you forgive and that you need to love. But you also communicate that that's hard. That that's not an easy thing uh, to try to do that. And so I I appreciate so much uh, the way you describe that process. We're talking today on Voice of the Martyrs Radio with Susanna Ko. Her husband, Pastor Raymond Ko, was abducted in Malaysia in February of 2017. Is there anything else that you would like our listeners to do? for your family or, or involved in this situation that would maybe help push this towards getting the truth out and, and finding out what happened to Pastor Raymond and where he is? Of course, pray, pray, and pray <laughs> <laughs> for uh, Raymond's release as soon as possible. Uh, secondly, yes, to, to be the voice, yeah, and to speak out, to write in the social media of Pastor Raymond's case. Here I want to to tell how happy I am that Pastor Andrew Bronson was released through the intervention of uh, the Trump administration. Mm-hmm. And I hope something could be done for Pastor Raymond as well. Amen. We, we will pray uh, for your family and for Malaysia and for this situation. And and I would encourage our listeners, this is a really practical way that you can have a voice uh, and be involved in this situation. Susanna, thank you so much for sharing with us today. Thank you for just your transparency and, and willingness to share your story, both the, the goodness of God and the incredible difficulty of going through this. I've just been so honored to be able to sit here and talk with you today. Thank you so much for this opportunity. We've been listening to an interview I recorded with Susanna Coe. We wanted to hear it again this week on the third anniversary of Pastor Raymond Coe's abduction. And there's a new opportunity that I want to make sure that you're aware of. Voice of the Martyrs has established an online petition. We will be hand-carrying these petition signatures to the Malaysian Embassy in Washington, D.C. I want to make sure the name of every VOM radio listener is a part of this petition drive. Releaseraymond.com. 
It only takes a few minutes. You can add your name to the petition. While you're there, there's other resources. You can also watch the video of Pastor Raymond's abduction, the video that Susanna told us about. There's also an address where you can write a note of encouragement to Susanna. She has been so blessed by the prayers of God's people around the world for her and for her family. So releaseraymond.com, sign that petition, send a note to Susanna, watch the video, and pray. Pray for Susanna, pray for Pastor Raymond Co. pray for their children, pray for the government of Malaysia, that they will step up and, and really explain what happened and who was responsible for this terrible crime. Release Raymond.com. I hope you will take at least three minutes and sign that petition and add your voice to this call for justice for our brother, Pastor Raymond Coe. Next week here on Voice of the Martyrs Radio, we're going to take a quick trip to Colombia, and you're going to meet some of your brothers and sisters who are serving God in that country. You will be inspired by their example. So be back with us next week right here on the Voice of the Martyrs Radio Network.